Good evening and praise God from whom all blessings flow. Welcome to today's episode of Marriage and Family Clinic. To all of our listeners in the United States of America, I welcome you to this episode. And to all of our listeners in other countries around the world, just honored to have you with us. Welcome everyone to this episode of Marriage and Family Clinic. In Southern Virginia, you can find us on WGPL 1350 and WPC 1400 on your AM dial. And if you're on the FM side, find us at WBXB 100.1. You can also listen to the live stream. That's at www.christianbroadcastingcompany.com. And if you would like to hear this segment or any other segment in the Marriage and Family Clinic uh, family of broadcast, you can search for the podcast. Search for the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. Simply search Bishop C.D. Hodges. Simply search Bishop C.D. Hodges. Click on that podcast player icon on your smart device. Search Bishop C.D. Hodges, and you're going to find Marriage and Family Clinic. Marriage and Family Clinic is here to help you break down and gain enlightenment into your relationship dynamics. And we hope to help you identify what makes you tick. And ultimately, we really want to help you repair and grow, perfect even, your marriage and your family relationships. Believe me when I tell you, we are here for you. So if you ever have anything, any questions that you want to ask us, if you ever have any topics that you would like for us to cover, if you just want to tell me that I'm doing a good job, I hope somebody does, or if you want to tell me I'm wasting time here, email me at cdhodges at hotmail.com. That's email me at cdhodges at hotmail.com, or you can inbox me on Facebook. Just look for Bishop Carl Hodges. You can find me in Marriage and Family Clinic there on Facebook. We would like to hear from you. Definitely would like to hear from you. Listen, I want to get right into this this evening. Um, if you remember about a month ago, I did three or four weeks uh, talking about divorce. It was a strange series. We talked about divorce. And we really wanted to help some people. And I want to get back to that uh, for just a moment. Uh, on last week, we were blessed to interview a couple that I love dearly. I think a whole lot. I think the world of a very special, very precious couple who've been married nearly 50 years. And they still bring a serious smile to each other's face. They still bring the glimmer to each other's eyes. They still get uh, uh, tingly fingers or whatever the case may be. They still do all of that after being married for nearly 50 years. How in the world do you get that? How in the world do you make that happen? I want to show you some things today. I want to talk about some things, a few points that I believe will help some of us to get over a hump. Hump. I want to help some of us to get to a place where we're really going to make it for 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years. And I'm focusing on this issue of marriage and I'm dealing a little bit with divorce because after all, this is marriage and family clinic. What else should I talk about but how to stay married in marriage and family clinic? And if you get your marriages right, your family will fall into place also. Some of our families are in such great disarray because our marriages are about out of kill. Husbands and wives cannot get on the same page. I back the truck up. 
It's not that husbands and wives cannot get on the same page. Either husbands and wives don't know how to get on the same page or husbands and wives refuse to get on the same page. Make your mind up which one is affecting you. Because I know I'm talking to somebody already. You want your marriage to work. And as I've said before, nobody gets married planning to divorce. And it's not like divorce sneaks up on us either. Don't ever tell the lie that divorce sneaked up on me. You ignored the signs. You may ignore the warning signs. You may ignore the cues. But divorce does not sneak up on any of us. And we can keep divorce out of our lives altogether if we would just practice marriage. You got to learn how to love. And I'm going to talk about these points on this evening, on this particular episode. But I just feel like sharing this with you. We have to learn how to love. And I want you always to remember what I told you in that series over a month ago. Nothing makes us get a divorce. We choose to divorce. And we choose to divorce. We make the choice to divorce because we just don't have the tools to love through the challenges that face us. We've got some conflict going on and we just don't know how to love through it. We've done the best that we can. We've tried all the tricks that we know. We've done the 40-day meditation. We did the 35-day prayer. We've done all of this. All of the things that we've seen in the movies. But how to help our situation is still beyond us. That I hope somebody hear me right now. You've tried everything, but how to help your situation is still beyond you. And you just cannot seem to get it together. Lo and behold, what's that final desperate option? Divorce. Divorce. So I want to talk to you tonight. I want to give you three or four, maybe five points about how to make your marriage work. I want to stay married. How many of you want to stay married? I want to stay married. I love my wife and I mean to remain married to this one wife until death parts us. All right. And that's a good way. That's a good segue into my first point here. If you want to stay married, if you're going to be married a long time, the first thing I want to encourage you to do, the very first thing I want to encourage you to do is get the word divorce out of your vocabulary. Do away with the word divorce. You don't have to keep it in your vocabulary because divorce is a choice. Choose to do it with it. Take that option off the table. We listen to the president, to the secretary of defense sometime talk about options of what to do with some of our adversaries around the world. They say that everything is on the table. Well, when it comes to your marriage, there's one thing that should not be on the table. There's one thing that you're going to have to take off the table, and that is divorce. You got to take divorce off the table. You've got to train your mind. I will not accept divorce as a viable option. 
We get divorce because we have never taught ourselves anything but divorce as a viable option. We've always left divorce as a viable option, but teach yourself that divorce is not a viable option. Some of you have, you have told yourselves, you have taught yourself for so long. You have repeated this message to yourself for so long. It goes something like this. If he ever messes around on me, I'm going to leave him. If she ever does this, I'm going to put her out. If he ever does this, I'm going to divorce him. And we've taught ourselves, we've repeated those messages to ourselves for so long that if any of those unfortunate things happen, we declare that we have no choice but to divorce. Why? Because that's what we have told ourselves for so long. It's not rooted in reality because divorce is a choice, but we have told ourselves for so long that I'm going to divorce in particular circumstances, that if those particular circumstances take place, then we can't imagine anything else happening in our little minds. We can't imagine anything else. It causes us too much distress, cognitive dissonance to try and imagine anything else but divorce. Well, guess what happened if we train our minds to think that I will not get a divorce? I will not get a divorce. And that does not mean that you're scared of divorce, you're running from divorce or anything like that. It simply means that you don't want your mind to get the best of you in pain or in hurt or in humiliation or any other negative emotion. Because you know our minds get the best of us when we experience these negative emotions. But train yourself, teach yourself, make yourself know that divorce is off the table. It's just not going to work. So that's the very first thing you do. That's the very first thing you do. No matter what, I don't have to get a divorce. I don't have to. Because divorce is a choice. Take it off the table. Take it off the table. That's the first thing you got to do. That is the first thing you got to do. Take divorce off the table. Here's the second thing you got to do. If you want to stay married a long, long time, get out of this game. Get out of this habit of trying to change your spouse. Get out of this habit of trying to change your spouse. How dare we believe that it's okay for us to try and change somebody else to suit our standards? That that's what it is. No matter how you dress it up, that's what it is. We are not alike. You and your husband, you and your wife, you are not alike. My wife and I, we are not just alike. And the purpose of love is to bind us together while we're working through our unlikenesses. I think I just made up a word. So we have to work through these unlikenesses. And these unlikenesses stir up negative emotions from time to time. We end up hurting each other through these unlikenesses. These unlikenesses are uncomfortable for us. But just like we train our minds to take divorce off the table, we're going to have to train our minds to quit trying to change our spouse. Let me tell you a secret. 
you've been trying for years to change something about yourself, and you've been unsuccessful thus far. What in the world makes you think that you have any chance? What makes you think that you have a snowball's chance in H-E double hockey sticks? <laughs> what makes you think you have a chance of changing your spouse? That's an absolute total exercise in futility. Stop trying to change your spouse. Love works on acceptance. I'm going to say that again. Love works on acceptance. Not change. And God changes us through loving us. God changes us through loving us. You be the best for the marriage relationship that you can be. And in being your best, trust God to love you so that you can patiently love your spouse and quit trying to change him or her. We're all imperfect. Nobody is perfect. Nobody is perfect. If you're perfect, then you're in the wrong place. You belong in eternity, one side or the other. You belong in it. You don't belong on the earth with the rest of us. Because every walking, every talking, every living human being, we are imperfect. We have to work on loving one another, not changing one another. So again, we've got to train our minds to get out of the position that we can change him or her. There is nothing about you strong enough to change your husband or to change your wife. Nothing about you. Hear, hear me here. Hint, hint. Nothing about you. Nothing about you is strong enough. But I tell you what your best option is. If anything is going to work on getting you all to adapt to each other, if anything is going to work, it's going to be the fact that you all love each other. Trust God to love you best. Trust God to make you whole with his love. Trust God to love you in a divinely perfect way so that you don't have to try and depend on another human to love you. Not perfectly anyhow. And you can share love. You can love together. You can grow in love. But stop trying to change your spouse. A total exercise in futility. Stop trying to change your spouse. Because have, have you found out that the more you try to change, the more they resist? Have you realized that? They have these funny ways of resisting. Your spouse knows when you're trying to change him or her. And they have these strange, they have these covert ways of resisting your efforts. Little sly things here, little snide remarks there, little, uh, uh, they act out in certain ways. They're resisting your effort to change. They're letting you know that you're not going to change me. 
so you may as well stop trying to change. So if you're going to stay married a long time, and see, these are deep things right here. This is not the uh, stop and breathe and stop and count to 10 stuff. These are deep things right here. These, I'm Right now, I'm talking about things that are really going to challenge you in your soul, in your will, in your mind, in your thinking, in your feeling. These things that I'm pointing out are going to challenge you on a deeper level. It's a serious challenge when I say to you, take divorce off the table. It's a serious challenge when I say to you, stop trying to change your spouse. Number three, I want to give you something really important here. Take this to heart. Take this point to heart. Seek out. Seek out supportive relationships. Every one of the series that we do on here, on Marriage and Family Clinic, I tell you that when there's a problem arising, you have to know when to include a third party. You have to know when to include a third party. And I told you that divorce is a choice. And we choose divorce because we just don't know how to love through things that tug on us. We don't know how to love through some hurt, some disappointment. We don't know how to love through some things that hurt us deeply. But when you have other supportive relationships in your life, when you have uh, uh, mentoring couples in your life, when you're in close fellowship and seriously close friendship with others who you know will give you truth. You don't know how to love through it. You may not know how to love through it, but it's very likely that getting together with your support network, you all can get together, put your heads and put your hearts together and come up with the way of how to love through it. Never listen to anybody that says, girl, if I were you, don't listen to that. Rebuke that in a hurry. Women never listen to that. And men never listen to another man say something like, uh, you better get control of your woman. Both of those are just foolish. That's foolish talk. And those are two mindsets that will lead you to the big D. Those are two mindsets that will defeat you and ultimately destroy you. You need to be in relationship that will with people who will tell you, man, look, you need to treat that woman right. Man, you, you need to settle down. You need to do this. You need to, sister, you need another woman in your life who can tell you, girl, let me tell you something. This is what Jesus says. This is what the word of God says. This is what we've been through. You need to be in supportive relationships. You need to be in relationships with people who are going to hurt with you while you're hurting in your marriage. You need to be in relationship with people who are going to get in the ring with you and fight for your marriage with you. Now, they cannot fight for your marriage more than you can. 
but they can fight with you for your marriage. Are you hearing me here? Don't fall off the cliff and don't wait until a little sore in your marriage turns into an incurable cancer. Take care of it early by working with your supportive relationships, your community. And that's why the Bible says, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. We need to come together and encourage one another and provoke one another to love. Oh, that's the Bible. Didn't realize that till just now. I'm telling you Bible. Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10 tells us to come together with each other and provoke one another to love and to good work. This is why you need, you need supportive relationships. You need to be in them. And that supportive relationship can be a third party. You just need to be in relationship with somebody who's going to get in the ring of life with you and, and, and fight with you while you fight for your marriage. All right? All right, listen, here's something else I want to tell you. Just keep holding on to each other. Keep holding on to each other. No matter what it is, hold on to each other. When you're going to deal with an issue, try holding hands. Try holding hands. I know you love each other. I know that much. You love each other. Again, we just don't know how to love through some things. You love each other. So hold a hand and discuss it. Hold that hand and talk about it. Whatever you do, literally and figuratively, hold on to each other. Don't let one another go. Be determined not to let each other go. Be determined. I'm holding on to you. Come hell or high water. I'm going to love you through whatever. I'm not going to let you go. You hold on to each other like, like Jacob held on to that angel he wrestled with down at Jabbok. Jacob says to an angel, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. Regardless of what you're going through, I'm encouraging you. I'm advising you to hold on to each other with the determination of Job. Hold on to each other for dear life. Oh God, I'm beginning to feel this. I am really feeling this. This is going to be good for somebody today. This is going to be good for somebody. Hold on to each other. And then holding on to each other for dear life. Work on becoming who the other needs you to be. Don't give up. 
don't give up. Don't give up. Do not give up. Whatever you do, do not give up. Hold on to each other. Listen, you've got to know this. I'm going back to training your mind. You've got to know that when you choose to stay in your marriage and fight for your marriage, it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. I heard the story told uh, uh, of a woman who had been married 43 years and the family was about to fall apart, but uh, they worked through it in the end. Uh, the staying together was better, best, and gratifying and smart, she says. It's not about happiness. This thing is not about happiness. I deserve to be happy. Get, get that Hollywood trash out of your mind and out of your heart. There's a lot of comfort, love, and satisfaction, though. And yes, there is some happiness. This is what she's saying about sticking with it. But that's not the end of all. Be all. Whatever hell we thought we were going through was worth it. We can breathe. We're still together. We feel like warriors. We wear badges with honor. We are married. When you stick together, when you fight for your marriage, it's going to be worth it. It's, it's going to be worth it. I'm telling you, I'm promising you, when you fight through the person that you become after you fight for your marriage, the person you become after you fight through, when you look back on who you were going into it and see the strength that you've gained on the other side of it, you too will be saying it was worth fighting for. Your family is worth fighting for. Your children are worth fighting for. Your husband, your wife are worth fighting for. Your marriage is worth fighting for. Fight for it. Don't give up on it, but fight for it. Don't walk away from it. Don't throw it away, but fight for it. Fight for it. It's going to be worth it after a while. It's going to be worth When you come through this and the two of you know how to love, oh, my, 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 it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. All right? Listen, let me give you one more point here. Let me give you one more point. This is getting me excited. I think I'm going back and listening to this again myself. This is getting me excited. The last point I want to give you, I want to share with you, is lean on your faith. Hmm. Use your faith. Put your faith to work. Put your faith to work. You cannot honestly, genuinely, sincerely talk to God about your marriage and your heart remains hard in your marriage. You can't do it. You can't do it. You've got to lean on your faith. You've got to pray. You've got to read the word. You've got to worship. You've got to praise. Pray for your spouse. Pray for your spouse. Lift them up in prayer. Talk to God about them. Tell God what you see in them because I know you see something good in your spouse. You never would have married them had you not seen something good. Lean on your faith. Lean on your faith. Put your confidence in God and not in man. Put your confidence in God and not in the pain that you're going through. 
you've got to know that God is with you. And if God is with you, he's more than the world against you. Oh, my, 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 my. Pray for your spouse. Pray that God would help you to love them. Pray that God would reveal to you where they need love. You have an idea of where your spouse is weak in their living, in their feeling. And please understand what I'm saying here. You have an idea of where your spouse needs help. Pray that God would help you in that place. Pray that God would give you the love to love your spouse through that place. The wisdom to love your spouse through that place. Lean on your faith. Use your faith. We talk faith. We shout faith. We praise faith in church. And we can talk to others about faith. Use your faith at home. What good is faith if you cannot use it at home? What good is knowing God if your relationship with God does not work at home? And we shouldn't be trying to work faith everywhere else. And faith is not working at home. Lean on your faith. All right, listen, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. Remember this, get divorce off the table. Quit trying to change your wife. Get in those supportive relationships. Uh, hold on to one another for dear life. And lean on your faith. Use your faith. Hey, I got to get out of here. I thank you for joining us tonight. I hope something has been said to encourage you. This is Marriage and Family Clinic. Again, I hope you want to communicate with me. Please communicate with me. Email me at cdhodges at hotmail.com. Inbox me on Facebook, Bishop C.D. Hodges. If you want to hear this or any other segment, again, search the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on iHeartRadio. Just search Bishop C.D. Hodges. You'll find Marriage and family clinic there. Hey, listen, I got to get out of here, but always remember you can't have peace in your life until you surrender your life to the Prince of Peace. God bless you. We're out.